The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. I'm Chad Bradford. Aloha from Faith Rivera. What's up, everybody? Hey, hey. <laughs> it's all good. You're eating. You're no. eating. Ah. Man, you know, you caught me. You caught me. I, I was like, I totally forgot we were. We were. We have just gone live. I know. And, and Skip's me... like, all right, everybody, are we ready? Wait, okay. wait. But you okay, know, let me sometimes. Take a bite and now press record. Don't worry, Here's I have thing. my cheese stick. Okay. Sometimes the stuff. orange calls your name, and you just gotta stop and eat the orange. I'm with it's you. Like, that's a good <laughs> metaphor for life. Called my name. Yes. So. Eat the orange, yeah. Red Skip. Eat Wake the up orange. Wake up and eat the orange. Yes. Chad, what, I Chad, love what that. called you, brother? Chad, what called you? <laughs> oh my God. Nothing called you, Chad. Nothing called Nothing. you. Well, okay. no, well. You know, nature calls every oh, now and then. Else. Oh, yes. goodness, y'all. Anyway, let's do the show, yo. Hey, what's happening, y'all? How's how's this week been? Have y'all been? What have you been doing? What do you? What do you? Have you had that baby yet, Chad? Well, you're not, not having anything. Your wife's having the baby, but That's yeah, I know. That's very true. We we are very close. Sharon is. She's been doing really well. We're very. We feel very blessed. You know, we are um, technically uh, elder parents, if you were to ask elder? physicians. Oh yeah, well, Wait a minute, yes. you're what older am I? parents? What am I? Anything, I'm like a anything, dead parent. Um, <laughs> well, giving birth anytime after 35, they decide that, you know, that's a lot of things. And, and some of that's it is based ageism. on research. That's well, stupid. yeah, some of it's based on research that isn't quite as, um, you know, some people have criticized of late because it's older research um but we i mean we're going every week now sharon's getting far more ultrasounds good? yeah does she she's doing good, good though it? yeah okay she's like doing don't good. buy into that crap because can yeah i i want to go back we cannot just you cannot just drop that and we don't what? do anything listen Wait, you know yeah, who I, made up that that terminology is probably some old ass white man <laughs> talking about so I, so he did the woman has to have the child before 25 uh, that's okay. come on now well it's instead of the blaming the thing a thing well Go okay well, let me share because okay i guess i'm gonna reveal my timeless whatever age here but you i've told you right chad when i had my kids how old i was did i, I tell you i don't i don't know if you have now i will tell pub the public my i turned 40 in the hospital when i had my son my first son oh, in the hospital you turned 40. it was my birthday yeah because he had to wow. stay there a few days which means yeah. I, had, I had my daughter four years later babies don't age baby babies don't age you look good well i was the healthiest person of all the people in my classes they're like my bath my this yeah. i'm like no you don't have to buy into any that's right so, yeah i i yeah that so you know so she is doing good we've been doing good um i mean but it you're right it is you do have to kind of hear and nod and smile and say yes i know that that's what you're telling me um but it it comes at you and so you do have to reframe it i mean you know better than any anybody on the call faith <laughs> how you have to kind of reframe it when you hear it i'm gonna send you the song i wrote as my response it's called alternate ending and it's like, oh. I know you got to tell me your story. Mm. I know. But it's like, what about me? And I'm the one writing this story. So it's called alternate. Mm. I'm going to send it to you. Well, <laughs> you great. know, here's the, the, the great thing about what you're talking about. Remember our last guest in the last episode talked about, um, or it might have been the, the guest before that. We're talking about 
how our tribes or our um, elders are not revered as being what they are is beautiful, young, with wisdom, their wisdom. You're calling me an elder? No, well, hey, you know, if, 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 if the crown fits, queen. Whatever. It's, 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 it's not wrong. Listen, I'm, you're right, you're right. I, I am 59 crown. in June. I'll be 59 years old, and I look good. You do. I'm on TikTok. I'm TikToking with my 59-year-old. You know, I look better than some people who are half my age. Yeah. But here's That's what true. we get to do. We get to look at at, at wisdom. Yeah. Faith, you got a bundle of wisdom under you, neath you. You have to guide these young musicians into knowing what positive music's all about. And that's great. I'm gonna call you the elder, but I'm not calling you old, sis. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just you know not resist that. I'm gonna take that. Cause, <laughs> no, no. Here's here's the thing. I'm writing yeah. with some twenty somethings right now here in Hawaii. Exactly. I, I believe Damn. their talent and they have their own wisdom and yeah, it's a joy to work with them because they're just and so open and they're so talented. And, and so I think that's I think that's real faith and and I think that's 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 real what you're saying Skip it's it's stepping into that role of, of you know in the church we have our elders or whatever but but in just in our spiritual lives and our lives on this planet we have almost I, I look around and there is a lack of visibility of our elders and, yeah. and and I feel like there's some ageism there but there's also just what people ingest and consume on the daily basis the elders aren't present yeah and what we agree to we yes. agree to. So this is a good question that's coming up because I don't know the generation's names. I get confused. I I, I, I think I am I a know. baby boomer. I'm on the last. <laughs> I'm on the last age of. I'm the last year of a baby boomer. Believe it or not, I'm mm -hmm. the very last age. So do you know, Chad, what gen your name is? Are you Gen oh, X or Millennial? I, I am a millennial, but I am an elder millennial. <laughs> I love that. The word I love elder. That. I so love I was that. born in the '80s but I'm still a millennial uh, yeah, on, on kind yeah. of the first leg of that. Yeah. Okay. And Faith, what are you? Yeah. Do you know what you are? I don't know. I don't pay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't what know. What I'm I mean? in generation. I don't know. But our per, our, our guest is going to know all this. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, Did we bring we'll him set on? Us straight. Well, we, we will, but I got something else I need to catch up with y'all. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I got something else to catch up with y'all. Okay. Um, I just put my fourth book into editing. Oh my gosh. Editing mode. And we have the fourth book. It should be out. I wanted to have it out by 2023. It'll probably be towards the end because, you know, you go through the first edit, then you go through the next edit. But this week we just started the editing of the fourth book and it is more essays. And these essays are from the essays of the pandemic. Um, I wrote something about when George Floyd was murdered. I wrote something about Breonna Taylor. And these are little essays like my my third book. And it goes a little bit deeper in these awakening moments. We've gone through something incredible, mm -hmm. unprecedented. And these writings came out of just this awakening, this aha. Mm -hmm. And I want to say this, the reason why I bring this up, because Rise came out in the middle of writing this book, wow. your album. Wow. And your album helped me to get a lot. And I think you even talked about us coming together when the essays, um, you know, your album rise helped me to get through the book and that's what your music did your music inspires wow well all i'm thinking as i listen to you about your fourth book um we were talking about epic a few shows yes. ago that rev skip i mean okay chad look at him what is he he's sugar free caffeine yes. free whatever free you know and and you have your books going you're going to bali you're leading your first church i mean rev skip just i mean it's hard for me sometimes not to compare to you but i'm just going to use you as my inspiration of what's oh, possible so, so love all around love all around yeah. you are you are very <laughs> um you're both my inspiration and um i just got to say that um a couple of weeks what was it a couple of weeks before we ended the year we we played a track called Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, or, boom. Or Bring and the Thunder, I, one of those I, I think I, I heard you, your, your, it's Bring the Thunder, but I heard you, um, you were rapping on there, you were in the back going boom, 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 you were the backup boom, boom, boom. I was a backup I heard boom, you. boom. What does it feel like to? What does it feel like to be a backup boom boom, baby? 
what is it what is it being like were you, were you were you in the studio twerking with our guests were you the backup boom 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 what we've were you never, doing we've never even hung out it's so it's, it's oh funny my goodness. and sad it, we wrote this via messenger so that's why to have him on today i'm like oh my god i can actually hang out with this yeah. or this artist but um i had fun on my own but it's not as fun as you think because i had to okay. yell boom 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 from many <laughs> corners to tell my i was about as glamorous as we imagined oh. yeah you know it's very interesting we'll talk about this when it comes in how y'all making music afar like we're doing our podcast you're in right. you're in hawaii you're in yeah. arkansas yeah. chad yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in Florida. So it's time to bring in our brother, Nick. Hey, do me a favor, yeah. Faith. Tell our listeners what this man is all about. Oh, yeah. Nick Phelps. He's a producer, an artist, a teacher, and I would say an overall inspiration for so many. He's the founder of Make That shirt i'm gonna call it shirt make that shirt modern but you know what i'm trying to say right okay. listen you can say shit on this show you can say shit now we got the e we got the we got the e ready uh, listen rev said shit you can say so call it what it is faith can you say, can you say the word? i can make that shit modern nick, she can't even say the word say it again faith. this is say about nick make okay. that shit modern oh my god my mommy's gonna die Okay. <laughs> Stop. Bring it together. This is about Nick Phelps. Okay. The founder of Make a Shit Modern. It's a it's an empowering program, right? For all this people that want to write for TV and film, music for TV and film, and he's building such a great um, community. Um, he's my co-writer and producer on that Boom 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 song we're talking about. I mean, also this song is a part of Adobe's uh, Rush video editing platform. So, and aside from all this, um, I found out that he has a bachelor's in ministry and leadership and a certification in chaplaincy. So I, I'm, this is our holy hip hop <laughs> producer <laughs> and new friend, Nick Phelps. Yay! Yay! What's up? Happy to be here. Thank yeah. you for thank you for having me. You know, Nick, Faith is such a good girl. Did you hear when she said shit? She covered her mouth like <laughs> that is hilarious. You know, it's funny. Um, now every podcast I go on, when they bring up my course, they have to put an E. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. All over sure. iTunes. Yes. It's the wow factor, right? It is the wow factor. My brother, welcome to the show. I can tell you this has been one of the interviews I've been looking forward to since last year when we talked about you and the song and you went to the music conference, Faith, and you're telling oh, me about this brother. Oh, no, and we were both in a program called well, I don't even know if we're in the same. I don't know, class. but you've been talking about him for a long time. Are you my year? I don't even remember. I don't know. So was... welcome to Voices of Unity, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. Well, yeah. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. No, it's it is great because yeah, when, I don't even remember when we made that song. Faith was it a couple years ago? The... Probably. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, when I would I became a mentor for that um, the six figure okay. songwriting course. Yeah, so for that program um yeah it was awesome working with you well so i mean we would i would love to hear because this is my first time hanging with you i mean so you've got this music in you and i feel like you know you're really finding your stride now there as a teacher and all this but then you also have this spiritual life that you've had with you i mean you went to school for it i mean how i just tell us everything <laughs> from <laughs> the lay, beginning lay it, lay it all on the table so do it do it my dad knocked my mom up, right? How far are we going back? Oh, I'm just kidding. No, my brother, listen, this is only our show. We ain't got that okay, much time. My fault. My fault. <laughs> That's why I did it. So this journey actually started like I've always loved music. Um, first time I got into music was probably about 14. I can remember my older brother, he brought home a keyboard. And I just gravitated towards it and I started making beats and um, pretty soon the whole block was at our house freestyling. Wow. Now, now fast forward to the age of 18, um, actually 17, 17, 18, we moved from LA to Arizona um, and always been, my mom always had us in church. We were always in church, Bible studies, Sunday mornings, all the time. Um, turn 18 moved to Arizona we ended up moving into a family shelter my mom little brother my sister two older brothers stayed in LA because they were older they already had you know 
life going on. And um, in the shelter, we're there for about four months. Uh, right after we got out of the sh shelter, my little brother passed away. He was 12. Oh, he had a stroke. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and then not too long after that, my girlfriend who I was dating at the time, who's now my wife, um, just found out she was pregnant. Wow. And so, and I was, I was, I was actually 17. I'm sorry. Cause I was a junior in high school oh um, becoming a senior. And so navigating all of these things and trying to um, make sense of it all. Like yeah. I, there wasn't even time to grieve. Cause right after that, I'm like, Oh snap, we're having a kid now. Yeah. Oh, wow. This wow. is interesting. So <laughs> and music was kind of on the back burner just because, you know, it was hard to make beats in the shelter. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a new book, my brother, Beats in the Shelter. I'm reading that book, Beats in the Shelter, yo. <laughs> but it was really, it was a time to really discover who I am mm. and go through the grieving process and try to you know, understand, okay, where does my faith play a role in this? Cause right now, like shattered, right? Like the whole, yeah. I'm angry at the whole world. I honestly, I went back, I was never into gangs or nothing. My brothers, my oldest brother was, and my, even my um, second oldest was. Um, so I always kind of had some kind of protection in California, yeah. but hmm. I never was. But after that happened, like I seriously went back to LA for the funeral, kind of stayed there for a little bit. And I was like, man, I'm so angry at the world. Like, I don't know what I would do right now. Like if, mm. if a gang approached me with health insurance, like I probably would have accepted mm. if they had health insurance. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Seriously. I mean, so now, now fast forward to the age of 23, um, two kids at two kids now, in Arizona, um, in Arizona, still in Arizona, still in Arizona, uh -huh. two kids now mm -hmm. kind of picking music back up again um, okay. and really kind of making a name for myself um, so much that Nipsey Hussle, he was actually, he had my beat Ooh. in wow. the studio. I didn't know yeah. yeah, Nipsey. Nipsey. Wow. In the studio, rest my power, brother. brother. Yeah. Yes. Rest in power, Nip. Um, and my brother's manager at the time who was acting as a manager he called us up was like yo nip about to use the beat can y'all come up with a hook and so we were about to get writing credit as well like yeah. first i was like yeah. why you needed to come up with a hook but it was a, it was a it was a dope thing that was happening yeah. came up with call my brother like yo we need a hook came up with the hook for the beat let him know they like nip loves it and we're gonna use it so didn't hear anything for about a couple weeks then we get another phone call to work with Avril Lavigne. Oh, wow. Insane. Wow. Yes. And I'm like, first of all, all we do is hip hop. How is this happening? <laughs> yeah, that's <cute. laughs> But my brother is having some major connections in California. Wow. Yeah. And then not too long after that, this is all happening within months of each other. Like, I mean, mm. like back to back to back. Are you in like, ministry school or that's later in the story? No, this is later in the story. Okay, this okay. is, this is okay. the okay. music career wow. is like about to like, yeah, explode. Hit. Yeah. Um, and then right when that happened, um, I heard some of my beats on a TV, on a commercial. And I was mm -hmm. like, how did they get my beats? Well, it turned out oh. this uh, publishing company did some shady stuff. <laughs> oh, publishing yeah. company that I was working with did some shady stuff. Mm -hmm. My beats ended up on a commercial. Oh, I hit them. Yeah. I'm like, yo, why are my beats played? Uh -huh. So then they were apologizing. Like, oh, my God, so sorry, blah, blah, blah. So then they worked at a deal where we were about to have our own producer reality TV show with MTV. Okay. This is what this was leading what? to, right? So this is, I'm, I'm telling the truth, all these things. Oh. I'm, I don't even know how to deal with this because two kids, I still don't feel prepared. I'm still having really grieved since I was 18. I wasn't able to cry for like five years. So my head is on a swivel. I'm like, how is it, what is happening? Yeah. Did not check in with God. I wasn't really, yeah, yeah, like you know, yeah. not I wasn't. I was yeah. still angry at the world. Yeah. Um, and then one after another, all of these opportunities crumbled. First, the call with Nipsey Hussle happened. They're like, "Hey, that's not happening." I was like, "Okay, whatever." We still got Avril Lavigne on the table. <laughs> all mm -hmm. right, you know that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Then we get the call, Avril Lavigne, whatever album we were going to work on that was not happening the album wasn't going to happen i was like 
okay, we still got the MTV thing, though. Like, that's the most thing I'm caring about right now. I'm about to do a reality TV show. Okay. I remember even talking to my wife about that. And she's like, I'm really nervous about this, putting our yeah. life out there. She's like, but yeah. I'm yeah. game. I was like, yeah, I'm nervous, too. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the crazy story. So with the reality TV show about to happen, I'm going to go meet the producer of MTV, whatever they're going to mm-hmm. set this meeting up. Mm-hmm. I was so tired the day before because I didn't sleep. Right? I didn't sleep. I'm excited for this meeting. Mm-hmm. The meeting was happening like at 6 p.m. So we're going to mm-hmm. go meet them. I was going to drive, go meet the publishing um, owner of the publishing company. I take a nap. We all take a nap. You already see where this Come is going. I, honestly, I set my alarm. I even set the kids mini iPads <laughs> alarm. Set my wife's alarm. I can tell you, no alarm rang. Mm. No alarm rang. I woke up to so many messages on my phone, like, Nick, you, <laughs> why are you making me look so stupid? Nothing rang. And I was like, how did this happen? Like, it yeah. was such a, I looked at the camera. Like, like yeah. Intervention or something. intervention. Yeah. So that whole thing fell through. Um, person didn't trust me. It was just a bad look on me. Yeah, brother yeah. was my brother was like, why? Oh, <laughs> and he couldn't make it because he had something going on. So I was gonna be the representation of us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and when that happened, I finally just stepped back. Like I finally just like I was like, you know, I could go beat on all these doors and try to mm-hmm. open them back up, but mm-hmm. I just was like, even my wife was like, okay, you really gotta look at what's happening. Why did all <laughs> these fall through back to back to yeah. back? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just stepped back and I was like, you know what? I'm really going to have a look at this. And I was like, I haven't prayed in a minute. Let me, let yeah. me talk to God about it. And, um, mm-hmm. I was like, look, you got my attention. Like, <laughs> yeah. Got my attention. So and that's a powerful, powerful story of, yes. of surrender, but um, I want to go back a step, you know, through the apology that you get paid my brother for the beats. Oh, did I get for that commercial? Screw the apology. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, you know, did you get paid? I did. Yes, I did get paid. Yes. I got paid. Good. And then they worked out a deal for the, the MTV because they just felt okay. really bad. Screw yes. the apology. Thank you. <laughs> but yes, we got Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, you, you are a minister and I, I connect with ministers all the time. In your ministry, what is that message to your music that you want people to know in your ministry? Oh, my ministry is it's all about love and acceptance honestly like which which is a very i believe it's the most powerful message that gets lost um you know once i once i got a hold of the gospel and really understood it i was like oh so you love me love me like I laid down music three years after all those incidents Uh um took place once those doors closed yeah. I laid it down for three years. I didn't touch it um, because yeah. I really wanted to. I worked on my marriage because music was so ingrained in me. It was my identity. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know who I was without music. And so mm. I wanted to find the pieces of me outside of music. So my message also is um, there's so much more to you. So if you lose this side, discover who you are outside of that piece. Because once you do that, you can go into any field and be like, okay, I know what I bring to the table here. This is what I really love. Like discover who you are. So I took some time, three years to discover what I believe. I was like, do I really believe all this stuff in Christianity? I start looking, I start reading, digging into it. I was like, do I really believe everything that I grew up hearing in church? Um, I took, I took a deep dive. Um, Is that where you are spiritually with the religion you grew up with, or is it expanded now? Because we're, uh, well, I'll tell you later about where we're at, but we're, where are you at? <laughs> no, where I'm at. So taking that deep dive, like I really, I found that, like I said, how he much, he loves me, loves me. Like I mm-hmm. found like it's like, okay. My understanding of the gospel now was you're never going to leave me nor forsake me. Like I was so used to the messages of, <laughs> get saved the day, but you come back next week, you not going to know, brother. It's not going to be pretty, you know? Mm. So now I'm like, I'm on this other spectrum where like, oh, wow. Like, 
like you are never going to leave like no matter what it's like no matter what no matter what <laughs> like yeah. he's with me and so that really empowered me and like it lit a fire in my heart I was like this is the love that I've been waiting to hear that's not being preached yeah. uh, and that's why I went to go get my degree in um leadership and ministry I didn't get it may sound you know weird maybe it doesn't I didn't get the degree to go and learn for myself per se. I just got the yeah. degree to get the paper. Um, reason being because a lot of stuff I learned was outside of the church. Like I was heavily just reading books, kind of dissecting everything. I was like, so this scripture really didn't mean that. Like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing through a different lens now. I'm like, wait mm -hmm. a second. This was used to really bring me down and, 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 torment me and condemn me that now I'm seeing the other side of this um and I found grace and I was like okay all right Jesus so, we, we rolling <laughs> you know Nick you're talking about something very powerful and I you know here's the thing because I come from a Christian background and I am my whole family either ministers or morticians you know choose one and I am I am my brother's a mortician and I'm a minister my grandfather my uncles they're all morticians and and ministers you know, I left the Christian background and, and not really left because it's always in your roots. Mm -hmm. And I found um, I found science of mind, uh, new thought um, with this, what is unity, agape, CSL. The reason why I had to find a, I would say a movement, mm -hmm. a way of life, because I was shunned by the church for being gay. Mm -hmm. I'm a gay man. I, I cannot go in the closet. I don't believe in a God that hates me because of who I love. And if, if God is love, then love is love. And mm -hmm. I had to find my way. I believe, and I want you to speak to this, I believe there's so many brothers and sisters that leave, especially in the Black community, leave out of Christian churches because they feel shunned. Mm -hmm. Is there a movement for the Christian movement to bring people back in because I love me some Jesus. I love the teachings of Jesus. I love the teaching of Buddha. I love it, but Jesus is in my heart. But I can't hang with people who can't hang with me. Is mm. there a movement? Because you're talking about holy hip hop, which I love, and I'm a hip hop, you know, fan. But you know, it, it's like we have to make this a movement for all religions and all philosophies to bring everybody into the temple. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Thank you for sharing that. And I believe that there is, there is a movement. I'll say within my, I'll say for myself, like for instance, when this, when this fire lit up in my soul, um, I started going through to different places. People started asking me to speak. Like, would you come to my congregation and speak? And it would happen because I would talk to one person and then they were like, man, it was just, it was very divine how it happened. Talk to one person. They're like, yo, I happen to run this program. Can you come and speak? Sure, then that would lead to another speaking engagement. The most powerful um, place that I went to speak was Teen Challenge Recovery Program. And I went there and I remember praying and I was like, okay, God, like what, what should I share? Like, what should I share? Just like kept asking that question. And I really felt, I really felt it was laid on my heart. Don't prepare anything, just mm. go. And that wow. was a, that was a very bold move. Cause when I got on stage, I was like, man, I should have prepared something. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So I got up there and I just, I let them know. I was like, look, I'm just going to speak from my heart of what I've been through and where I'm at now. Um, and if you resonate with it, awesome. Some scripture will come up, um, but we're just going to see where this goes. <laughs> that was my opening speech. <laughs> uh, and I spoke with so much passion. And I, I said a statement, I was like, look, y'all probably have never heard this before. I know this is a recovery program. And I'm looking at the, uh, the, the leader in the back. And I'm like, before I say that, I'm like, should I say this? But I have <laughs> to, cause I'm here. And I said, look, y'all could go outside right now and you could shoot up. You can go get high, drunk, do whatever you want to do. I guarantee you, God will not leave your side. And, and I made that statement. And I said, now, that doesn't mean you won't have to pay for consequence. I mean, you, you, that's your choice. That's your body. You're going to, you know, reap what you sow in that, in that part. You know, you mess with drugs. I don't condone it. But I guarantee you, 
he'll be walking with you. And once I got done with the message, there was a line waiting to shake my hand. And two of the dudes were like, I've never heard that kind of love before. Yeah. I've mm, never heard that. Powerful. And then he said, there's a pastor who came in here last week and told us we were all going to hell pretty much. Mm. He said, I've never heard this kind of love. And he started holding his chase like there is a fire in me right now burning from the message that you just spoke. He's like, I needed that. He's like, I didn't know what I needed today, but I needed that news right there. Um, and yeah, we hugged, like we was hugging everybody there, hugging and stuff. And it was just, this message brought us together. It was, I mean, there, all the shame was gone. It was like, look, mm-hmm. y'all here. Yeah. You know, y'all in a recovery program. So what? I got my own <laughs> issues. Matter of fact, this message actually puts us all on the same field. I'm not mm-hmm. above you. You're not above me. We're all on the same playing field. So that should increase more love. That should increase more compassion. That should lessen the judgment and allow us to walk to the same goal, work towards things yeah. together. Uh, it also opened me up to be able to, um, I don't know, just, just love, but also open me up to agree and disagree and but still not like i say in today's world there's so much of i disagree with you so i'm gonna cancel you it's like yeah. no why can't we just disagree but still like yeah in love Peace. afterwards yeah. yeah yeah you know um nick this is the time that we get to play a song and i heard the song you sent over it's called great 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 it's so dope brother it really tells a little bit of, normally we have Faith introduce the songs, but we got the songwriter here, Faith. We can ask him. Tell me about Great, 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 please. <laughs> All right, so Great, Great, Great. I mean, it's it's one of my favorites. Actually, the song was just on America's Funniest Home Videos, too. They licensed that song. It was also on um, a show called American, oh, gosh, Homecoming. Uh, American, I forgot the show. Oh my gosh. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll have to do the research for you, brother. We'll put it in the... I'm like, what is it? You know you're a true artist when you can't remember what you made that song for. That's you. That's the artist. When they write songs, I know it dropped on somebody TV. Let me look at my royalty check, but I know. Oh, mine went blank. That's all right. So wrote this song with uh, one of my friends and also fellow songwriters, Cinder Shine. Um, so she actually had the these lyrics that she sent me. And she's, <laughs> I call her OG Cinder because she, I say, this old lady right here writing hip hop, <laughs> helping me write. <laughs> she's my inspiration. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and so she sent me this idea. She's like, Nick, I got this idea. I keep walking around singing great, great, great. Everything is great, great, great. She's like, can you put a... <laughs> Can you put a trap beat to this? I was like, what do you know about trap? <laughs> uh, so she says, she asked me that. I was like, yeah, let me hear it. Let me, uh, let me just mess with it. And as I'm, I'm trying to make a beat and I come up with like this, the beat that's there now, like a gospel kind of inspired track. And I was like, and I start singing, everything is great, great, great. Everything is great, great, great. And I was like, so I messaged her. I was like, you got to trust me. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, trap beat out the window. Just trust me. <laughs> I got a different vibe and I think it's going to be a hit. And I sent it to her. Wow. She's like, oh my God. And um, <laughs> then I had her record the vocals. Um, I wrote the rap and then she helped refine the rap, which was, she was like, wow. she's like, do you mind if I step out of, Love that. <laughs> I don't want to step out of line. I know you're the rapper, but can I? Just make some tweaks. I feel so bad. And I was like, this is a writing collaboration. Of course, you can help to make some some tweaks to my rap. Um, Because that's another thing that's in my when I'm writing, I open the air for just we're having fun. Like this is a collaboration. Uh, And she she actually shortened it. She's like, just take this part out, shorten it up. I feel like we should get to that chorus sooner. It's like genius. And it was. History Listen, is made. Before we get into it, 
Is there a difference? We, we can talk about this later on when we come back. Is there a difference between the New Orleans bounce and the, and the trap beats? I mean, I, I hear all this kind of hip hop kind of meshes up together and I've heard it being said. So that's my question. I want to know the difference between that New Orleans bounce. Mm, <laughs> was you it know, EDM trap like EDM trap, like some of the stuff, the trap hip hop stuff that I've trap hip hop. Yeah. Trap. Is that the beat that you put in there? Uh, no, I didn't put any trap in there. Okay. Trap, so trap is like more beats with like the, you got the rolling, the hi-hats that's like, just like, and then you got more of the 808s and- um, Right. I thought you said you put in a, tra- a, tra- a, a, a trap beat. I'm going, what all ain't know about some trap beat? <laughs> she wanted, she wanted, she wanted a trap beat, but I was like, right, yeah. that's what you said. Yeah. I heard I'm going, I'm thinking about, you know, Big Freedom. I'm going, okay, okay, let me get some Big, I didn't hear Big Freedom in that, okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into the song because we about to lose our mind, Faith Rivera. Let's get into the song right now. All right, we'll be right back, guys. Listen to Great, Great, Great. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I swear I feel so good. Yeah, woke up feeling fresh, so clean. I'ma show this world who I be. Who I be? Checks cleared, I just got paid, so no more riding on E. Turn the bass up, drive with the windows down, and let the fresh air hit my face. That's right. Count your blessings when you're feeling like this. Ain't nothing gonna ruin my day. I swear I'm feeling so good. Just can't lose. Told the dealer I'm going all in. to Voices of Unity. I only got one thing to say. Everything is great, great, great. <laughs> Everything is great, great, great. Hey! Oh my god. That is so dope! What? <laughs> yeah, I'm always amazed, you know, with music right now, it's so, it, people don't, I don't think, understand that how, how much of your brain it takes now because mm-hmm. you have to not only be a musical genius you have to be a computer genius and an engineering genius to do some of this stuff because of the way you were able to layer so much of that and the way that things were moving in and out was just mind-blowing um, so good 
how did you get into, I know that you, to, to go from music and then to go into this, I, I mean, really composition, what is that? I, I, I wonder if you can talk about what that creative process is like. I would love to. Um, before that, I also want to hit a note on this song that really makes it special is because Cinder battles with, I mean, cancer. So yeah. and, and the cancer actually came back. And so... Wow. Even when we wrote this song, it was during, you know, during the pandemic um, mm -hmm. and uh, she was also, you know, going through health stuff. So for her to walk around the house saying this mantra, everything is yes. great, great, great. Yes. And for us to bring that to life so everybody else can sing along with with yes. her, yeah. everything is great. Yes. So every, when everything isn't even great, you know, you can yeah. throw this song on and be like, you know, what? I need to get myself in a mood right now. Yeah. Everything somebody and it sticks in your head. It sticks yeah. in your head. It's like a Karen Trucker song. It sticks in your head, and I'm gonna be saying everything is great, great, great. I can get that out of my. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm gonna be living off of. You better believe it. So go ahead and talk about the process. So the process, um, I would say, is giving yourself the freedom and grace to make a lot of trash. <laughs> I mean, yes, and because uh, I feel like we always want to yeah. start off. We start off and we just want to be perfect. Or Did we you want say to make really a lot good. of trash? Make a lot of trash. I yes. thought you said make a lot of trap again. What is Burris <laughs> Mamai with the trap beats? You want some, we got to do a trap song. Oh my God, that is so dope. Okay, you said give yourself permission to make a lot of trash. I love yeah. that. Make yeah. lots of trash. I mean, wow. it's part of the journey. You know, it's like even when kids start off doing doing whatever doing art they're coloring outside the lines they they are so disrespectful they will bring it to you and ask do you know what this is like hey look what i did <laughs> look, that's you, my daughter yeah can you tell I'm like, oh my god i don't want to break your heart right now but they're so excited <laughs> so i feel like that same approach should be when we're creating like even when you just create it's like you should be excited you created something so that's my whole approach to music where I just kept on creating, mimicking a lot of people that I heard. Timbaland, one of my favorite producers, Swiss Beats. Um, used to follow Kanye Beats a lot. I would mimic all these people and try to recreate what I was hearing. And as I would begin to recreate it, I started to develop, you know, find my own sound. And once I started mm. to find my own sound, um, I started to get better and better and started to realize. So the better you get, the less the less you can say, you can say more with less. That's what I mean. Same mm -hmm. with songwriting. You can say more with less as you become a better songwriter. Same with production. You can say more with less because before my beats were just cluttered with a lot of stuff, um, a lot of stuff. But as I got better, I was like, oh, I'm understanding the, the sonics of the sounds now. Now I can understand. I can just have a vocal with this drum and it can still carry the song. So I started to begin the I started to understand the arranging process of actually building a song. Once I understood the arranging process, um, it kind of it, that that definitely helped me because then I could take other people's songs and ideas and like, okay, if we put the chorus here, take that out for the verse. Now you have a song. And that's why so I labeled the all of my music and courses is under the umbrella of music and life. Music and life mindset is what I call it. And the reason why, because music and life, it goes hand in hand. How I just said, um, you know, you can say more with less as you continue to get better. I feel like as you continue to get older, um, become more mature, you stop trying to put on these extra layers to hide from the world. You start to strip them off. Like, this, this yes. is who I am. This is who I am. Same concept with music. It's like I stop hiding behind the production. I start you throw so many things in the pot because you're scared of people finding out, like, can you really do it? But you, once you become bolder, like, no, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I do. So, yes, I can put that hand clap with just those vocals, yeah. make a dope track. <laughs> Isn't he dope and deep? I, oh, my oh God. My I'm just like, <laughs> and, and, you know, earlier on, you said you talked about people come to your house and freestyling. Listen, 
for, I, I'm a poet. My first book was a book of poetry and I love writing poetry, but my freestyle eludes me. It starts up like I'm skip, skip, I'm hip, hip. My car goes dip to the bit on my trip, my trip. I, that's what my freestyle do. How do you educate? I know, right? That That's, that's Ramsky's free. But you know what? I can get up on a Sunday morning, give you a sermon and people go, yes. And sometimes it just flows out naturally. So, so, I don't know if freestyle is my form, but I would love to free myself to do freestyle. What would you, how would you educate someone who's trying to get it to do their freestyling? Well, I would say freestyle about what you're passionate about first. Mm -hmm. Like if you're passionate, so right, sermons, right? So, hey, start freestyling sermons in the form of a rap. And again, you have to Give yourself the grace to, to be trash. <laughs> Not on a Sunday morning, my brother, because my <laughs> congregation going, you know, Rev, that, I like what you're wearing, but I didn't hear what you were saying because I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, I, I, but yeah, start start, start um, doing what you're passionate about. And there's different exercises that you could do, like, you know, to use, you pick a topic, like, okay, I'm a freestyling, rather than just freestyling broad, um, pick a topic like okay, I'm a freestyle today about cars. Why I love cars. So you make it a game. Mm. Now I will throw this disclaimer out here. I'm not good at freestyling. I'm okay with that. I'm good at writing the rap and performing it. But right. I do practice. Um, I do exercises where I do just pick something and pick a topic and just like freestyle. Even though I'm not good at it, I freestyle just to mm. get my skills up and see how fast I can think of things. But I have some people who I know some people who are a beast when it comes to freestyling, like you throw them a word and they are, they can freestyle and incorporate that word. Actually, shout out to Mickey Young, because he's one of these rappers out here who can do that. Amazing guy. Um, so I feel like, um, yeah, you pick something that you're passionate that you want to talk about and then freestyle about it and um, just do those type of exercises. Nick, I think you'd love to meet our friend, which maybe you'd be open to co-write. His his name is Harold Payne. Okay. And he's he's legend. He his co-writer. He co-wrote with Bobby Womack and people have cut his song from Patty LaBelle all the way to Snoop Dogg, uh, Kelly Rowland. He co-wrote with Lana Del Rey. He's one of my, you know, one of our one of my best friends in my life. But um he writes songs on the spot. You know, like sometimes like he'll go to the National Speakers Association and wrap up like the big speakers talk in a song in, in lyrics that rhyme and make sense. I mean, he's he's a trip. Yeah, but um, a, so I give gift. total prop because my at least Rev Skip, I'm going to give you props for your free flow because my free flow is more like dust. You know, what, what, do, you, what do you call those balls <laughs> that roll by in a tumbleweed? tumbleweed. tumbleweed. That's what it's like for me. I'm, I'm just in panic. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, um, you know, I, I, I will just dance. That's what I would do. So, <laughs> you, you did mention Timberlake and which I love and Kanye, which I love Kanye. Um, I think he's just taking his journey right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I think the genius of Kanye is his beats and you yes. know, I love what he's speaking right now. And yeah, he's doing some things in his personal life, but you know, Dada is one of the greatest albums I think. And I love Sunday church. I love Sunday choir. I love all that where do you think we are in the world of hip-hop today is it getting more inclusive is it coming more conscious or are we going back down the track of going into the low vibrational feel mm. well, that's a great question today i still think it's a mixture i still think you know because you have the you have the glamour you know hip-hop that is you know talk about the low vibrational stuff, you know, killings, you know, getting money. And the problem is people rapping about stuff that they've never been through um, or that they've left already. So I think it's still a mixture though. I think that there's still a lot of great conscious hip hop out there that if you listen to it and listen for that message, you'd be like, oh, okay, I, I see, I see what this is. So I think that there's, I think there's still a balance. I, and I'm actually glad that there's a balance. Like I appreciate, I just appreciate the art. Like even, you know, they call it mumble rap. You know, I appreciate <laughs> even that. Sometimes it gets on my nerve, but the fact that they still have a talent where they're still sometimes <laughs> carrying a flow. 
But the reason why I really appreciate it because it allows room for the conscious hip hop, the, the real talent to really shine through and like, okay, I can differentiate like, what am I gravitating towards? So I always appreciate the balance of it because um, it helps you know what's really good um, when you hear somebody mumbling on a song. <laughs> <laughs> but oh y'all not going to ask. I would ask. I don't know what mumbling hip hop is. What is that, brother? I'm going to ask because. Oh, mumble. They call it mumble. You look it up. It's like there's legit like rap today is like like you can't make out what they're saying <laughs> i heard one interview where the rapper was like i really didn't even say anything on that line people trying to figure no, out no no i'm dead serious they go maybe i'm a mumbler maybe i'm a mumbler sorry y'all oh my god but i will say with today um you know, everybody has a platform now. You got TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. So, which is good. But I mean, it can also be saturated. So you got to find the good music. But I still appreciate the art because everybody still has a story to tell. Um, and so if you listen, you can hear that story. Even through some people rap lies, but even through those lies, I still think that there's, you can hear their truth that they're trying to convey. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I appreciate the art form. And I'm glad that music is open to, open for the world now. All you need is a laptop, sound card, and you good to go. Mm. Yes. Listen, I, I really loved everything that you had to say today. I keep thinking, you know, I'm teaching a, a class called Professional Issues, where I've got college students i've got 19 20 21 22 year olds in there and i the whole time i'm sitting here thinking oh my gosh i want them to listen to this episode because of the kind of message that you're giving um so if you had a room full of 19 20 year olds uh who are starting off in a creative career these are all film theater um students that are going to enter the creative industries what's a one piece of advice that you would want to give to that kind of population or or just um just uh, people in general mm, well i was hmm, what i wish somebody would have told me was get out of everybody else's head when you create and reason being because you you get stuck in creating for the world what you think they're going to like rather than creating what you like it all starts with you so it's yeah. like you have to remember you're gifting the world with your perspective on life. Even if you're young, it doesn't matter. Like you still have a perspective on life. So you're gifting the world with that. You're gifting the world with what you've been through, how you see it, how you hear it. So if you look at everybody else, try to compare yourself or try to do things that you think people are going to like and love, um, you're doing yourself, you're, you're not serving yourself. You're doing yourself a disfavor, actually. Like, starts yeah. with you they're going to resonate yeah. with you when they see your authenticity your truth coming out that's when you can really start to tap into you know who you are and it takes time as you go on this journey my favorite miles david miles davis quote is it took me years of playing to finally play like myself mm. so you're going to go on the journey you're going to go on the journey don't be scared of the journey that's why i always say my favorite line that i say myself make Lots of trash, all right? <laughs> Just do yes. it because so we don't want to go through the hard stuff. We just want to just, just jump out and just be there. It's like, but if you, right, right, when you take your time to get there, by the time you get there, you're going to be who you're supposed to be to handle what comes with the mm -hmm. position that you're going to be once you're there. That mm -hmm. makes sense at all. It makes oh great sense. Oh and I think it's such a wonderful message, just not just for people that are just kind of starting their journey in the creative industries, just but everybody. just 
for everybody in every you know we we're in winter right now we're in this season of winter and mm. um you know it's it's going to be spring at some point and we go through different seasons in our life and when exactly. we find ourselves in the spring of our life how can we say we want to be in the flowers but we got to dig through the trash to get there and that's yeah. the only way that we can experience it and that's the only way we can find that authenticity it's that it's that mud and manure at the bottom of the lotus that yes. Thich Han always yeah. talks about you know, um and so you you've just really it, yeah. it's just such a beautiful inspiring message i was just gonna say chad it's spring all year long depending on where you listen live. <laughs> well, excuse me come on let me go turn down my air conditioner right now sorry that brother. is that is so mean <laughs> what winter yeah, what so winter mean. for laura Dell, my brother come on, hey nick, just is, bring me down there bring i love down. you my brother this is come this, this, hey nick this is a portion of the show that we call our ssp which stands for Sexy spiritual nuggets and sexy Pebble. spirit or pebbles. I, see, I always want to say nuggets, and I always say, Don't say nuggets, sexy spiritual pebbles. These are the little shakeaways. I know, I know, I know. But see, it should be sexy spiritual nuggets, but no, I'm not going to change it. SSP is sexy spiritual pebbles. So it's our little takeaway, our little drop, our mic drop moment, and what you took away from the show. And I'm going to start off and then I'll throw it over to Faith and then to Chad. My SSP today is make lots of trash. Now, if I don't learn anything from that, that is like I'm taking that like I'm leaving here. I'm going to write my talk for tomorrow morning on um, I do a live talk on um, on Insight Timer. And so and I'm actually going to use if you don't mind, I want to use great, great, great tomorrow on my live talk on Insight Timer. As long as I don't say, oh, you know, my brother, but I want to tell, but I let people know, like we use faith as our theme song every, every morning and um, every Friday morning. And I always give her credit and we make sure we give y'all credit. But if I could go right here after this moment and go and sit down and have the freedom just to write from my heart for my talk, you know, and stop judging it because that's my biggest issue. I judge my talks as I'm as I'm writing them out. I'm going, oh, that's not good enough. And let me write this for the congregation. I want to get, you know, I got to make some trash. I got, and which means tra- there is God and God is in the trash. Amen. There is beauty in the trash. There is love in the trash. There's divine insights in the trash. Trash is good. Can you say it with me, people? Trash is good. <laughs> good. I might be, I might be saying, make lots of trash. Trash is good. So that's uh, my, my sexy spiritual it. pebble. Faith, I what's yours, it. sis? I'm going to piggyback, you know, that I want to talk about the authenticity that is that is still present in the trash making, because I have to... <laughs> Really? I have to give a proper like, thank you to you, Nick, because, okay, you know, I've had an, we don't even know that much with uh, about each other, but I've had an artist career in the field that Rev Skip has been talking about in this new thought, positive music world. And so when I moved to Hawaii, sync songwriting was this new light for me, you know, that I could stay home and be with my kids. So long story short, we met in the class and you were, you were gracious enough to hear this you know, random download I had in the shower. It's like, boom, boom, boom. You know, I, I like all the, and, and I don't know why, I don't know what you felt, why you said yes. I mean, I, you know, nobody knew me at that, at that, well, nobody still knows me in that world, but anyway, um, but that you said yes. And I still have it in my mind because I've progressed since then. And like all the ones, the tracks I'm having success with is me doing these swagger, like trap, whatever, wrapping things. And I always like worry. I'm like, I don't want to be posing. I don't want to even pretend, you know, I have all those thoughts, right. Of who I am and like, who's going to think I could do this, but it is real when I do it. And it's the songs that the supervisors respond to. So I would say authenticity, giving myself permission to make trash and know that that's, that's still me, even though that might not be what other people have known me to be that I can, that authenticity evolves, right? I mean, yes. of who I am. Preach, preacher. Oh. You better so anyway, preach, Reverend, Reverend Faith. You better I'm preach. <laughs> Chad, That's Chad, what is your SSP for today, my brother? Listen, everything's great, 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 y'all. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I and I love the context you give. You know mm-hmm. that we can be walking through some of these um, these hard times in our lives and still have the courage and the discipline and the insight to look at ourselves and look at our situation and say that everything's great, great, great. Mm-hmm. So I really love that. That's something I'm going to take on through the week. 
So thank you. Amen. Amen. So now Nick, you Nick, Nick, my brother, what is your SSP? What is your takeaway from the show today? That y'all are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. What else? <laughs> that's true. What else? No, I'm <laughs> my truck. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on, come on. <laughs> no, my my SSP again. It goes back summarizing it all up. Um, really, the, the the trash phase, but also the not busting down doors phase, like um, the surrendering. Like that's really something. Mm. That's what I live my uh, my life by. Is like you as you get on the other side of whatever you're you're going through right now. You'll look back and be like. All those dots connected. How? Mm. How? <laughs> and uh, that's really helps to carry me through because everything plays a position. It's like mm-hmm. even Judas had a position. Somebody had to do it. Right. <laughs> right. Somebody yeah. had to do it. Yeah. Um, so it's like I look at that's 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 my spiritual. I was gonna say nugget. Um, see, <laughs> see, <laughs> right? Sexy pebble. Look, sexy spiritual pebble. All the dots pebble, connect. All the connect. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna blame it on my cleanse right now because when you cleanse in, you get a little foggy, and so, um, <laughs> you know, I just want to say you are so dope, man. I keep using that word because that's the like spiritual dopeness is is what you exude, brother. And thank you for taking the time to share with us Voices of Unity. Where can we follow you? Because I'm gonna download everything you got. I'm just going, I'm going, I'm going hardcore in there. I'm loving it. So where you at, brother? Where we can can we get the music and find you speaking and all that? Uh appreciate it. Thank you all so much for having me here. Uh, Mr. Phelps music.com. Go there. Um Mr. Phelps on Apple, Spotify, wherever there is music being played, Mr. Phelps. Um, Instagram is Mr. Phelps Music. And then you can find me on Space. I was going to say Facebook. Look at that. Facebook. <laughs> See? I'm going to create a Facebook. You are. Are we still on retrograde? Mer- Mercury's still on retrograde. And it is. See, it's Mercury retrograde. I like Facebook. Right. Facebook. <laughs> uh, Facebook. Yeah. Facebook, Nick Phelps. Um, so, yeah. Are you a TikTok brother? Are you ticking and talking? Uh, so I am on TikTok. You can look me up. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm on TikTok. I'm under um I have a Chaplain Phelps on TikTok that what? not a lot of people know about. But you know what? I'm starting to put it out there. Chaplain Phelps um it jumped to about 35,000 followers. Um oh, yeah. Right, and I just I what? share my my journey with um, about Christianity. I share pretty much um, some things that I disagreed with the church about, and um, yeah, so I share my journey. Dude, I, you got you got thirty five thousand and one follower as of tonight. We'll be <laughs> hanging up on this. Yes. At least three more. We're gonna put in three. We'll be following you on TikTok. Um, I gotta figure out how to use it because the tick is talking, and I don't always talk with the tick. I'm just saying, call it the thing. Vera, where can we find you? And are you on TikTok? I keep asking you that every week. Are you on TikTok? It's an empty. It's an empty. <laughs> this is a whole other show, you guys. I haven't felt the inspiration, and I have to be authentic. I can't just post to keep it. I don't know to keep yeah, something yeah. going. And so it's gonna come. So anyway, no, I'm not TikToking for anybody at this point. But I'm, oh <laughs> but my goodness, no not more, yet. None of the TikTok I love it. Not yet. No, but you can uh, find so, me. Oh, Nick's gonna say yeah. Oh no, you go ahead. So I'm sorry, Faye. Well, no, see your point because I'm gonna give all my socials right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was gonna say I also have a podcast that is coming back. Um, who told you that? Who told you that? Oh. Who told you that? I love it. What's, yeah. Wait, what's that? Is that in the music world or the whatever the more ministry world? It goes into it, it goes into all worlds. Honestly, <laughs> Got who it, told like you that? Ours. I mean, oh, it's nice. all ministry and everything. So we're gonna yeah. put all that information inside the program notes because we dropped a yeah. lot, so we can be in there. Faith, where are yeah. you? Yeah, Faith Rivera Music and all the socials at Faith Rivera Music. Right. And are you going to start posting again? 
gonna start posting again when i feel it i don't know oh, yeah. there's something yeah i don't know there's something with that in my new website you were talking about your old website chad in the other episode yes. I've, had a new, I've had a new website for two months that i haven't released yet i just don't feel aligned yet or i don't feel the i don't feel the call so well, you will you will be inspired will. you will be inspired inspired means in spirit spirit yep. will let you know there chad where can we find you brother yeah, you can find me at Chad Bradford one, and that's spelled out O N E, not the number one, on all the socials. Uh, you can get me on MySpace. No, um, I don't. Listen, they've got to come. They've got to find their way out. Some that's my trash, y'all. That's okay, my okay. trash. Is my dad jokes. Um, uh, and then you can follow us at Arc Shakes on all the things um, for Arkansas Shakespeare Theater. All right, hey Chad, did I tell you I found out who actually has Chad Bradford? Because you're the who? one. I found out who has Chad Bradford. Who is it? I'm just kidding. I'm just oh, lying. Listen, I was ready. He was ready. <laughs> I was ready. Hey everybody, you can follow me at Revskip Jennings on all the socials except for Twitter. I am off Twitter. We're gonna have a social media, you know, show. I'm off Twitter. I'm mad at Twitter, so I'm I dropped Twitter. <laughs> But I am on Facebook, I am Instagram, and I am on the TikTok. And you know that you've aged yourself out when you call it the. Uh -huh. So I'm on the TikTok, and I'm loving it. I'm loving that whole experience. Please go to skipjennings.com and find out how you can actually come with me to Bali, yo. I'm going to Bali Ooh. in June, June 4th through the 14th. We still have spaces available, but they are going quick. Come on this adventure, the spiritual adventure, where we're going to be doing yoga, meditation. We're going to be eating some great Bali food. I'm so excited. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. That's voices.of.unity. I did it. Yay. And join our Facebook group, Voices of Unity, on Facebook, where you never know where we come in live sometimes. So it's going to happen. Once again, Nick, you have been so much fun fun and, and yes. so inspiring brother so great. so awesome to know you and 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 thank you for being i'm gonna call you a friend of the show now yes <laughs> please I'm, hey i'm glad to be here thank you <laughs> have me back anytime oh yes y'all are amazing y'all are for nice. sure for sure you're the honorary fourth <laughs> member of voices of unity yeah. hey. Hey. i was just gonna say yeah. it's chaplain phelps all right y'all so we love you here at the show please stay safe be kind to other people love yourself until the next episode we'll see you soon aloha subscribe like and share spread the love